Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the LGBTQ Plus Let's Get Behind the Questions podcast. Before we start, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands on which this podcast is being recorded and wherever you may be listening today, and pay my respects to Elders past, present, and emerging. I'd also like to pay tribute to our First Nations LGBTQ plus communities. So welcome back, Dales. It's uh, very nice to have you with me on this rainy Friday that we've got happening today. Oh, raining cats and dogs. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Doing very well. Um, how's Newcastle life? Have you found any friends yet? <clears throat> oh, you make me sound like I'm a lonely soul. A sort of orphan, yes. <laughs> uh, going well so far, as you, you know, as you said, it's been raining a lot. It's raining cats and dogs a lot. Um, but I think that's most of the state right now. Yeah, but I did right. have my uh, my first weekend in Newcastle the other weekend and had the in-laws come over for the weekend and we went out and we checked out our new local, had a bit of a lunch, a bit of a drink, a little bit of a espresso martini, if you know what I mean. That's nice. And I found out actually some interesting, exciting news that we're going to have a cellar door opening up literally just across the road. Um, so that's very exciting when you, we, hopefully it's open by the time you come up and visit and we can check it out. Mm. Um, but I haven't met any new rainbow people in Newcastle yet. Um, but I have learnt that there are more Woolies people living in Newcastle than I realised. Well, you do love a good cellar door, so that's going to, I reckon you're going to keep them afloat. Um, even if COVID uh, happens again, uh, you you alone will keep that business running, I'd say. I'll get, um, them, on Uber. I'll get them on Uber Eats. Mm. Um, but we do have lots of Woolworth sites up there, so that does make sense that there are lots of Woolworths people in Newcastle. Um, and support office people too. Office people, right. Um, <laughs> now, before we go any further... Mm-hmm. I have a really sad announcement to make. Mm-hmm. Do we need a trigger warning for said announcement? No, no, it should be fine. But <clears throat> Okay, let me start the sombre music. Last Sunday, Carly, my 2004 mm-hmm. Toyota, mm-hmm. well, she's died. She, she, unfortunately, <laughs> she's no more. Yes, I know. In, on Sunday, in the pouring rain, uh, she died right in the middle of Victoria Road. Now, if you don't know Sydney, um, probably one of the busiest roads in Sydney, <laughs> um, which was fun. Um, but, yeah, I've already moved on, actually, though. Oh, R.I.P. Carly the car, Carly the Corolla. You Did the hole in the floor finally get too big for her? Well, I'm... I'm I'm uh, enjoying not having a car with a hole in the floor. Oh, and I can't believe that you've already moved on, you dirty little. Uh, family show, family show. Um, anyway, I have a new woman in my life. Oh. Isabella. Hold up. I thought he was gay. No, Isabella, the i30, is my new car, and she's so pretty. Oh, Isabella is fit. She's decked out to the nine. She's got a sunroof. She's got the Bluetooth. Not to put Carly to shame, but it's definitely an upgrade for you, Dals. You're punching. Definitely an upgrade. I'm loving driving a car with a with a sunroof, a very snazzy mm-hmm. car. And, um, yeah, I forgot how much uh, fun it was to drive with a sunroof and uh, being able to connect my phone um, to my car. 
wow, it's like I'm living in the the, the future again. It's amazing. And leather seats too. I'm just like, oh, in love. Oh. And you've got no excuses now, Dar, because you've got this snazzy little car, this snazzy little Isabella, and she's definitely roadworthy enough to make the trip up to Newey. So I can't wait for you to come and visit. Yes, well, uh, I can't pull that I have a crappy car and can't travel up the highway uh, because I'll recreate Wolf Creek carpet. <laughs> um, so I, I will absolutely be up to visit. Um, it's not far, actually, is it? What, an hour and a half? Two hours. More on the, the two-hour side of things. But, yeah, you can't use that excuse anymore. It's invalid. It doesn't work. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so, anyway, can, should we go back to the podcast? Stop talking about me and my car. It's enough of you today, though. Talk about my car all day. But anyway, um, who are we talking to on our podcast today? I remember you told me it was Tamara, wasn't it? Yes, our dear friend Tamara, friend of the show Tamara. We are continuing with our focus on LGBTQ plus women. And today we have Tamara joining us to tell us all about an inspiring woman in her life. That's right. And um, who is Tamara going to be talking to us about? Who's her inspiring person? Yeah, so Tam is going to be telling us all about her inspiring friend and mentor, Sally Brocklehurst. Well, let's bring in Tamara. Welcome to the podcast, Tamara. Hello, and thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for coming on the podcast, Tam. So we always like to start off with the same question for all of our guests. Every episode, we like to at least attempt to be consistent with this one question. So our first question to you for today is who is Tamara? Okay, so my name is Tamara, but you can all call me Tam. I am a lesbian and my pronouns are she and her. A little bit about me, I'm a mum to an amazing four-year-old daughter, Eloise, and to my partner, 12 years, Erin. I'm currently doing a three-month comment in Metro as a format development project manager. So, Tam, tell us a bit more about your career um, at Woolies um, and more about your current role now because that sounds exciting. So my career started back in 2000. I was in high school and I knew I wanted to work with Safeway. I got a job as a checkout assistant. In high school, all my friends seemed to know what career they wanted, what they wanted to study and what they wanted to do when they grew up. My aspirations were always to climb the ladder at Woolies. I had a really great store manager named Sarah who I approached and had a career conversation with, telling her I wanted to be a manager, but I wasn't sure of what department. She gave me the opportunity to work across the whole store and gain experience in every department before I was offered a permanent position as a systems operator. After 18 months, I wanted a change and decided to express my interest in becoming a deli to IC. I fell in love with being a deli manager. A couple of years later, I met my partner, Erin, and she asked me to move to Tassie. So I did. I moved back and forth a couple of times. Prior to moving to Tassie for the second time, I decided to hand in my resignation so I could try something totally different. 18 months later and back in Melbourne, I was offered a role back in Woolies and jumped at the chance. I was given the opportunity to open a new store as a deli manager, which has been a real highlight for me. I've had a number of leaders over the years who have seen potential in me and pushed me to try different roles. I became an asset protection manager, which led me to being appointed as an assistant store manager and also completed a few store manager reliefs. 
The company recognised that there was a real opportunity and gap with training of team members, so they formed the Food Academy. As soon as I saw that job ad, I knew I had to be a part of that. My number one characteristic is a love of learning, so I thrive on seeking out new information as well as coaching and teaching others. Being part of the Food Academy is so rewarding watching others grow. Wow, Tam, you've had a lot of different um, kind of career opportunities and career experiences over your past. I can't believe, actually, I just looked at that when you started your career back in 2000. So that means you've already been at Woolies for 21 years this year. Yes. You don't even look old enough to have been there for 21 years. I was going to say, you don't even look like you're 21. My goodness. (laughs) Wow. And I'm deviating here, Tam, but I think maybe there's a couple of things that we might need to unpack some terms for, especially for the Gen Zers who maybe haven't heard of these things before. So first of all, what is Safeway for our listeners who might not know what Safeway is or what was Safeway? Absolutely. So Safeway is uh, what we call Woolworths um, and that was what we used to have down in Victoria. So I think it was roughly 2008 or 2009 um, we changed over the brand to what we now know as Woolworths. Okay, cool. So Woolworths, I think, brought Safeway out perhaps. Yeah. And then you said that you were, there was a systems operator. What does that mean? Is that a customer service person? What is that? No. So um, I would say the easiest way to describe it was I did a lot of data entry um, and a lot of ticketing within the store. Um, but I did many, many other things, including that. So, but that's probably the easiest to explain. Is it kind okay. of an SSO in today's uh, world? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. Minus the payroll. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, good. Because I was like, there might be some people listening out there who don't know or have never heard of Safeway. And maybe didn't know what a sys- I didn't know what a systems operator was. So it was also a question for me because I was like, I don't know what that is. But yeah, really cool, exciting career there that you've had and lots of different opportunities across Woolworths and has landed you in a great position now. So, um, so you're a, a food account. Well, you said you're currently working on uh, in a three months secondment um, with Metro as a um, format development project manager. But what's your permanent role with Woolies? Yeah, so my permanent role is a lead trainer with the Food Academy. So I coordinate a team of trainers. Uh, We go out to predominantly the renewal and new stores um, and we spend time with the team and train them. Perfect. Well, that works out well if your um, number one characteristic is love of learning. It's a very good match, isn't it? Absolutely. So, Tam, um, we are doing a spotlight on International Women's Day for basically the whole month of March. We've transformed it from International Women's Day to International Women's Month here on the podcast. And the theme for this year is hashtag choose to challenge. So we'd like to hear from you um, a little bit about what International Women's Day and the theme for this year means to you. Yeah. And look, can I just say I love this year's theme of choose to challenge? I think growing up uh, with my brother, who's 15 months older than me, so we're very close in age, I remember he got to join the local footy team, do fun activities with Cubs and Scouts. Uh, Now, my brother and I, we are polar opposites um, and we still are to this day. I'm outgoing and curious and he's very timid and reserved. I was always asking and begging my dad 
you know, to get me involved in things and how come he gets to run around and play football but I can't join in. Unfortunately, back then, uh, they didn't have a girls' team where I lived, uh, so girls weren't allowed to play even with the boys at the local footy club. My dad could see how disappointing this was for me and would always tell me that even though I might not be able to join this team, don't ever let anything hold you back. Occasionally when my dad would take my brother to Cubs and Scouts, they would do um, off-site activities such as indoor rock climbing. My dad would sometimes sneak me along and tell the leaders that my mum was sick, so he had to bring me. I often thank my dad for instilling in me from such a young age to challenge norms and to stand up for what you believe in. And that's something I'm proudly passing on to my daughter. I love that your dad used to sneak you in. <laughs> so um, our theme for the podcast this month is um, really shining a spotlight on LGBTQ plus um, female team members um, at Woolworths, but also LGBTQ plus women that they have found inspiring. Um, so you've chosen your mentor, Sally Brocklehurst. Um, so could you tell our, um, our listeners a little bit about who Sally is? Absolutely. So Sally and I met back in 2006. She was my first alley manager and I became her 2IC, her second in charge. I'd heard a lot of great things about her. Only two months prior to working with her, I began dating my first girlfriend who also worked for Woolies. It was very new to me and somewhat overwhelming. I was not confident with who I was or even sure about what wasn't even sure about what I really wanted. Whispers started, as they do sometimes, um, and Sally got wind of my relationship. At this time, I did not know that Sally was also part of the LGBTQ plus community. One afternoon, she pulled me aside after work and opened up about herself and the struggles that she had faced over the years around her own sexuality. It was really helpful for me, knowing that I could then go to her. Over our working journey, she would often give me pep talks and she's always been a happy and inspiring and down-to-earth person. That's beautiful, Tam. Just out of interest, um, how old were you when you had your first girlfriend? I was 21. Oh, young. And um, was Sally the first person you came out to or was that, um, or was she part of your coming out journey? Um, no, she wasn't the first person. Um, I sort of was forced out at my previous store, um, oh. which made me not want to come out anymore. Um, and, yeah, and so I guess working with Sally and forming that friendship with her really helped me to, I don't know, not be burnt by the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds like um, Sally has had a great impact on your life. Um, so what is it particularly around Sally um, that you find inspiring? Yeah, so Sally is one of the most funniest and kind-hearted people I've ever met. She never lets anything get to her or bother her. Um, whenever I would get worked up about things, you know, she would always tell me, you know, don't sweat the small stuff. She helped me to accept who I am and helped me to be confident to be able to come out at work. I think if it wasn't for her, I'm not sure that I would have found my passion working in delis or being comfortable to bring myself, my whole self, whole self to work. Oh, I think that that's beautiful that she's had such an impact on you. Um, so tell us, um, what do you think it is about Sally and what she achieved um, 
all the work that she she's done that aligns with the the theme of this year which is choose to challenge there's probably a few things right yeah so um like i said before i've known sally since 2006 um but in february of 2017 sally was diagnosed with a very aggressive and terminal cancer she had tumors in her ovaries liver and brain um, and the cancer had also spread to her bones Throughout the journey of her chemotherapy and radiation treatment, Sally maintained her positivity to live life to the fullest and beat her diagnosis. She seized every moment, saw only beauty and encouraged only kindness in the world. Sadly, 12 months later, in February of 2018, she lost her battle and passed away. She was only 38 years old. Sally is never too far from my thoughts. She never gave up and she fought to the end. She was strong, positive, an inspiring female warrior who always brightened the world and anyone that she met. When times get tough for me, I often think, what would Sally do? Or what would Sally say to me? I want to know more about Sally, Tam. Could you tell us a little bit about her career at Woolies? Was she still working with us um, when she was ill? Tell me about Sally a little bit more. No, so um, probably six months after I um, moved on and became a deli manager um, after her teaching me, she decided that she wanted to leave Woolworths and so she studied massage therapy. Um, and so she did that. She moved away. We always remained in contact. Um, and, you know, she she wanted to study more. So she was studying um, a lot of natural therapy um, and alternative therapies, even before her diagnosis. She was always very um, like a clean eater. She was always trying to drag me to go to yoga and meditation with her because I, you know, often can't sleep a lot. So she was always trying to get me to go to meditation with her. Um, but, yeah, she's just one of those people that always remained um, quite close with me, um, even after her time um, when she left Woolies. Mm. How does um, Sally's legacy live on with you? Is there things that you do now that you think are as a result of Sally's impact on you or that you you know that you wouldn't do if it hadn't been for her? Yeah, so I think um, I am quite a, I would not say serious person, um, but I can get very passionate about things. And I think, you know, Sally is one of those people that would always be a jokester or a prankster so you know never take anything too seriously and you know she used to often hide in the deli you know underneath the bench and you know someone would say oh where's Sally gone and she'd jump out from under the bench just to try and scare me or you know while I was serving customers she'd try and crack a joke so you know I would you know, start laughing in front of a customer and they had no idea that, you know, she's bobbed down and saying the most funniest thing. So, you know, I think, yeah, like not taking things too seriously um, and just, you know, being super positive about everything, you know. If I could be a little bit like her, you know, she is such a wonderful person. And she sounds like she had a, a huge impact on your life. And I think that's just really beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, Tam, we always like to end our episodes um, with the same question for all of our guests. Um, and it's your, I guess it's your time to give our uh, listeners a bit of advice. Um, so, so what would your advice be to our listeners out there? 
Okay, so this advice is something that I have to tell myself. Um, you know, when I get those little doubts and insecurities um, floating around in my head, and that is don't feed your inner critic. Life is full of twists and turns, but you need to be kind to yourself. Tell yourself that you are worth it and that you can do anything. So, yeah, don't feed your inner critic. I think that's fabulous advice. Sometimes um, our inner self-talk can kind of take over and tell us things that aren't necessarily true. So it's always a great reminder. Thank you, Tam. Um, and thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I think I've really enjoyed listening to your story about the impact that Sally has had on your life. And I think that it's very obvious when we... Um, when you talk about her, how much of a resounding impact she's had in your journey and your story, and she sounds like she was an incredible woman. Um, so thank you for sharing us why um, the impact that Sally has had on you. Thank you, and thank you so much for having me on. Well, that one was a bit of a tearjerker, wasn't it, Dals? Yeah. I just hate cancer. It sucks. hate it. Absolutely sucks. Mm. Um, so next week, um, we're continuing on with our International Women's Month series. Um, so who are we talking to next week? Yes, well, that's true, but we've also got a bit of a hybrid type of episode happening next week, deviating hybrid. from the past a little bit. What do you mean by hybrid? Yes, like, well, hybrid means it's going to be focusing on a couple of different things. Oh. So next week we are going to be joined by Benta Rasmussen. Benta is a fierce female woman ally in our business and we are going to be having her on the podcast to talk about a few different things such as her winning the Proud Awards last year in 2020 and her experience um, most recently in joining us in the Mardi Gras Parade and most importantly what we're going to be discussing is why she was nominated for the Proud Awards. And one of those big um, contributing factors was around her allyship to transgender and gender diverse people, which is very fitting because our episode with Bensa will be coming out on Transgender Day of Visibility. I can't wait to speak to Bensa. She is a, a hoot and a half. She is a, a fabulous woman um, and fierce is a great word to describe her. She is a fierce ally um, and I love her. So until next time, everyone, stay safe. Shine bright and be proud. And if you see me in my new car, honk your horn. Bye-bye, lovely humans. Don't forget to do the beep-beep.